back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Plus, where I love everyone that I record with. You're <laughs> my favorite people, Aww. and I would never, ever rank you in some sort of hierarchical list. Yeah, and maybe we'll see that in a lost episode at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Dan Evanson, uh, your least important host, and I'm joined by the lovely and talented group of people here, plus one special guest who we'll get to in a moment, but... I'm here with Peter. What's up? And Katie. That's me. And Rachel. Hello. And Nick. Howdy, howdy. And our special guest star, Wes the Storyteller from Wes's blog, All About Gargoyles. Welcome, Wes. You just Yay! made the list! Welcome, Wes. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, so it's been a fun night already of uh, trying to record a conversation about gargoyles. So let's just uh, jump right into it. We're going to be talking about uh, The Gathering, part one and two, the climax of season two of Gargoyles, and then a totally ridiculous episode called Vendettas. Um, so real quick, The Gathering, uh, as Oberon gathers his children... And the Fae Lord searches for Puck in Manhattan and finds far more at the Xanatos residence. As Oberon fights the Xanatos family to take their son to Avalon, the Manhattan clan decides to oppose the Fae Lord themselves. What a Fae So, this, yeah, this is it. We're, we're kind of like concluding. We're, 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 we're closing off storylines. It's, it's finally happening. Wrapping World tour up, is over. Putting it's a bow over. on it. Thank God. We don't Whoa, have yes. to sit through more boring episodic episodes. <laughs> yep. Uh, now let's yeah, watch and this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're finally. Yeah, that you know, we talked a little bit about how we missed kind of the New York crew. I don't think we ever really put Xanatos in that list, but yeah, it's good to see some Xanatos back, back in the yeah, action. Yeah, I do. I do like Xanatos. I like seeing him again. Um, and I, I, I mean, like, so the best thing about this episode for me was the reunion between the characters who had been away for so long and uh, the ones that had been stuck at home. And and I know that, I mean, I, w- I wanted better episodes from the world tour. It was, it was kind of rough at points. At um, points. <laughs> at points. It was not always terrible. Um, but... It really, uh, it's hard to get the emotion that you get from a reunion like this without some kind of, you know, time away, without really, you know, dragging it on a little bit. They really dragged it on, but, uh, you know, like it did make for a nice reunion. My, my um, favorite bit from that is uh, 
Hudson, with zero hesitation, like embraces Angela. I thought that was really sweet. It kind of got me right here. Yeah. And um, where where is your right here? Yes, dude, we can't <laughs> we can't see what you're what you're gesturing. Is also, like the, your it's my it's my liver. I I was drinking during the show. Aww, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. Gets you right in the liver every time. <laughs> and now you have jaundice. Oh no. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, how did they come back? Did they actually use the boat to come back to um medieval? Medieval? No, Manhattan. There you go. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah, the last time we saw them, they were it was future tense, I think. And oh god, so, yeah, tense. they came, they came out of the future tense dream episode, uh, back into Manhattan on the boat. Which I okay. assume immediately sank and gave them the finger on the way down, like it does. It, it always <laughs> sinks randomly. I don't know where they keep getting boats <laughs> from Magical or why, Avalon, or why they hitch a ride with um, a wizard did it. The boat town, yeah. USA. <laughs> or they did. Why didn't they hitch a ride with um, Maz's dad? When I know there were there were many opportunities for them. Or to Maz's get home mom. <laughs> they they saw pretty much her entire family on this journey. Did, was there a, was there a world tour episode with the mutates? No. Okay. Uh, it wasn't. It, it was with the the New York crew. Okay, so we did. They they didn't see her entire family. Just Thank okay, fine, fine. Right. Her her freaked out brother is still. That's right. They we just saw her mom, person. her sister, and her dad. Right. That's right. all. That's not really anything. And visit her grandfather's <laughs> grave. Yeah, right. I mean, considering barely, they were literally traveling randomly all over the planet, I would say that's actually pretty substantial. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're in Africa. Mom, what are you doing in Africa? <laughs> no, nonsense. How dare you how dare you make sense? <laughs> called the we... world coincidence tour. I mean, it was. <laughs> isn't the, the point of Avalon is to bring you to coincidences? So I guess so. Yeah, Avalon nice. is basically the TARDIS at this point. It's the red string that connects all the pictures on your <laughs> conspiracy wall. It's a Avalon is the more annoying TARDIS. Uh, Avalon is the right. Red red. <laughs> Pretty much, it's a lot more low tech. I mean, you have a boat that sinks every time. It did it. I don't think it sank every time. Most times. That's fair. And sometimes they appear. I don't know how they appeared in Arizona. <laughs> Someone's swimming pool. Yeah, <laughs> or a canal or something. I mean, irrigation ditch. On that one. Yeah. Yeah. There was a heavy rain, and and it flooded a field. I mean, that's how they would appear in Charleston. If if it if it sprinkles in Charleston, Charleston floods. I see. Charleston yeah. sounds like it sucks. <laughs> it's just below sea level. Well, that sounds like a problem. It's also a coastal town. Huh. Yeah, let's not move there. I mean, <laughs> Deal. It's, it's one of the. It's one of the. It's probably the best city in South Carolina, honestly. Well, there you go. <laughs> this is this is. Let's let's start a list. So we're not being sponsored by the South What's Carolina the, Tourism. The board. best city in South Carolina. Uh, either that or Greenville. And, not Columbia. Not Columbia. Definitely not. I've been there. It scares me. I mean, we've already listed more cities than I know in South Carolina. 
I mean, most people don't realize Columbia is the capital of South Carolina. <laughs> you yeah, are 10,000% really correct. <laughs> What's Columbia? A shitty capital of South Carolina. Who's South Carolina? I don't. I, what even are we now? I don't know. We're the South Carolina podcast. Oh, welcome <laughs> to the, welcome back to <laughs> the South, South Carolina, Carolina podcast. Bus. Yeah, <laughs> it, let's not do that. I don't like living here. <laughs> so right. this <laughs> this episode, the gathering, uh, you know, kind of kicks us off where we we revisit the Fay Court in Avalon and. Uh, I guess there's a a very overall line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the family's back in town, uh, and immediately people start fighting. Uh, Odin and the Banshee throw down uh, until <laughs> O'Brien gets bored and puts everybody on ice. Yeah, I, again, this episode does have the bleeder bleakered point we made made before issues that we pointed out. Yeah, right. That the, you know, Gargoyles likes to make use of mythology, but they make an unfortunate choice here where they kind of associate world mythology with English mythology. And uh, it's not the best look. Before the 90s, it was better than like just having Scottish lore, I guess. At least we went to those other countries and we saw characters and people of was you know varying various cultural identities progressive ish progressive yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe. sorry i just figured it would make that point again no no we needed we needed yeah, to no, it's it. It to does make. need to be made yeah uh, i did like that in the the, lo- the long line of of fey creatures who were hanging out to to greet their king oberon once more one of them was just a big old spider I mean, we've seen that spider before. That's uh, Anansi. Yeah, I actually oh. have a Anansi note was a fae as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. That's. I mean, that that just fits into the standard disappointment. Then I guess. Yeah. Okay. What was? All the fae are shapeshifters, so that means one of two things for the spider: either that's his true form. Or he's that like weird kid in the family who never takes off his Halloween costume like Max. <laughs> I think ev- I think that's every kid from like age like seven to ten. I don't well, know. My well, son, he likes to put on a Pikachu costume just randomly. He's also got a Pluto one that he wears. Yeah, I would I would put it more at like like two to eight or something like that. Yeah. Because my know. my my younger kid definitely spent extended periods running around in a dinosaur costume. <laughs> I definitely will wear my Tigger costume a lot. Yeah, That's at some point, I, an I, adult I tells you that it's okay. Yeah. There's at least one day a year where you can wear a Pikachu costume, and it's. I don't think it's unreasonable to assume that it's crazy that there's only one day a year where you can do that. <laughs> I'm an adult. It's crazy that there's only one day a year. That's why they invented right. cosplay. Yeah. I mean, if you're, right, a sport, yeah. If, if you're a sports fan, you can cosplay every weekend. I know it's not fair and they don't get made fun of. <laughs> well, we, we clearly what we need to do is instead of normalizing geek cosplay, we should just make Oster- sure that. Oster-sized. Yeah. Make sure that the sports guys also get made fun of. 
Should I tell that to my neighbors that are currently in sports cosplay? <laughs> yeah, no, okay, look, just take your phone, put, you know, make sure I'm on speaker, take it out there, and I will yell at them. Oh my goodness. This has gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have multiple cosplays sitting in my closet because I can't go to cons this year. That's, I mean, yeah, it sucks that we can't, you know, go go play our adult geek dress up. I did have an hour long conversation about LARPing and how LARP starts are only $30 each. How That's... LARP what are $30 each? LARP swords. No. Oh. I could get you a stick for free. I can also get, get myself a stick for free. <laughs> but sticks can cause immortal injuries. Oh, man. What if they could cause immortal injuries? I would like to be immortal. But what is that? A mortal injury is one that threatens to kill you. Is an immortal injury one that threatens to... It threatens to give you immortality. That's so... Yep. Yeah, I'm glad this this is really good gargoyles content. This is what people come to the show for. I mean, there's a few immortals in... Did they oh, did they get hit by, by immortal sticks? Up. Yes, they got hit by immortal sticks. We don't know how they became immortal. I guess not. What was that, Wes? I don't want to become immortal. I don't want to end up like Demona. Oh man, she oh, yeah, she's man. not having a good time. No. no, I'm pretty sure Demona had other issues first. Yeah, there is that, and 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 honestly, uh, Macbeth seems to be doing okay. Is there yeah, I guess being immortal and you don't like yourself. Proximity. It has to be. Yeah, it's proximity. It doesn't work when they're when they're too far away. Um and uh and I mean, you know, Macbeth's a thousand year old billionaire with a uh, <laughs> you know, mansion full of secret doors and he's got his own jet and hover boards or whatever and lightning guns. He's got minions. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take that. Why are you trying to make like that's not cool, huh? I mean, then every once in a while you get a bug up your ass about some scroll, you know? You know what? I'll just skip that part. It's just a diary. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care. I'll just be a billionaire, an immortal billionaire. That takes care of his mortal friends by Speaking giving them stuff. Yeah, sure. Xanatos welcomes his new baby. Oh, Yay, oh that's right. Baby. Oh, back on plot. Alexander. Thank you. Also, yeah. I hate that Fox. Does Fox have a tattoo on her face? Yes. Oh, we have to assume so, yeah. Yes, she does. Because <laughs> she's just like giving birth. I'm like, do you have time to get your makeup together for, <laughs> to give birth? I mean, she also had that on her face in prison. Like, they weren't supplying her makeup. She had that on her face when she was a werewolf. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, so no, she's just, she clearly, she just has that on her face. She's got her branding worked out, you know? I mean, (laughs) her image is consistent. I've been making my my branding a raven. I'm not going to tattoo a raven on my face. That's why you you won't succeed. You're not willing to go far enough. Also, if you marry a quadrillion billionaire like Xanatos, then you don't need to worry about getting a job later. But I mean, to be fair, she was wearing that before she married. What's his name? That's true. Yeah. She was also kind of a secret villain, a super villain. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
know kind of about it. I mean, she was know. a super villain before Xanatos. No, she was, she was the only thing she really needed was her own volcano lair. Yeah. She was yeah. a villain. She needed to upgrade to super. There's yeah. no way in hell Xanatos does not have a volcano lair. Right? He has the underwater I mean, he's probably lair. probably building it underneath Manhattan. <laughs> There's a volcano underneath Manhattan. Probably I mean, now they're right. Xanatos will make it happen there, yeah. somehow. He imported it. He'll get Tim Curry castle. to 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 build it or to invent <laughs> it. I mean, he does have a Loch Ness monster lair, right? <laughs> yeah, and a whole no, Loch Ness all... monster mobile That's... for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I mean, we can just assume Xanatos has whatever he wants. What was the Xanatos is what I like to call magic rich. He yes, essentially exactly cast right. spells by throwing money at things. So he's Jeff, <laughs> so he's Jeff Bezos? Sure. Oh, I love that. Jeff Bezos is not doing enough magic is what's, what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about Jeff Bezos other than he's a, he's has stupid money. He does. And it's stupid that he has stupid money. And He could have made a, a robot show. dragon. Yeah, I know. He might be a robot dragon. Um, I guess that's like the, the difference. The fact that he's not a robot dragon is the problem. Yeah. Well, that's like the difference. But and I'm not saying he's much better, but the, that's the difference between Bezos and um, Elon Musk. Is I could see Elon Musk actually building like a, a robot dragon with his money. He gave yeah, people flamethrowers. Kind of suck. Yeah, um, yeah but, but, but Elon Musk sucks with flamethrowers. You know what I mean? Like there is a difference. Let's not get into that right now. <laughs> really? well, let's actually talk about, about uh, so what happens next in the episode, shall sure. we? Yeah. All right. So, well, uh, so Oberon gets a stick of his butt about <laughs> Puck. Yeah, he goes to find Puck. Right. Puck doesn't He's show got this up. Mirror for line the around. Right. Puck is like the the child that doesn't want to go to Christmas with the family. Yeah. Yes. Or th- you know he doesn't doesn't want to sit down for Passover or something. Yeah, he doesn't want to sit next to a Nazi at Thanksgiving. Oh man! Oh Jesus! Did you say a Nazi or a Nazi? A <laughs> Nazi. I mean, he said the first one. Oh no! But now I'm hearing the second one, and I love. I it. heard the second one, and now I'm confused even further. I mean, I'm sure in this day and age there are some people who can relate to the latter, but I was saying the former. Okay. Let's move on from that. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> Sorry, I just like, wait, what? I just accepted it for what I thought it was. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> this is why we love Katie. She just rolls with the punches. Oh, don't punch me. Would you please, would you, come on, would you pass the mashed potatoes, Hitler? Please. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Nine. I was doing a Nine. Thank that you. For you. <laughs> I would have an easier time passing the mashed potatoes than a giant spider. Maybe Hitler has thumbs. I mean, Nazi <laughs> has. I mean, he has magic. Yeah. Also, shapeshifting powers. Right. Also, does not use spider stuff. Let's stop comparing and uh, let's stop comparing uh, a Nazi to Hitler. Well, we weren't. Yeah, I guess okay. we were. We yeah. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Anansi is way better than Hitler. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, surprise twist. Uh, let's just get into it. Uh, it turns out that Fox's mom is Titania. 
So is Fox a demigod? I guess. What would well, I mean, be? they 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 asserted that like she didn't use her magic or something like that, so she lost it, right? She was a real disappointment to both her parents. Yes, mm-hmm. she has the the uh, Fey heritage. It's just like buried. It's recessive or something. Something right. like that. Yeah. Right. I want Captain Jamie was very disappointed in her, but and so she like, I don't know. Then they decided to take your kid. Listen, right, they're taking like, out this kid though. Listen, Which, I, yeah, I, I, I just wanted some Percy Jackson shit. Okay. Did you get it? No. I guess. No. 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 Okay. No one's pen turned into a sword. Yeah, it was. It was a bit of a letdown. Uh, but anyway, this caused the whole problem. Uh, everybody gets in on it. I don't know. So, so I guess you know. The, the ultimately, what happens is Obron decides he's got to get this kid for his wife. His wife then goes out and like starts telling people, "Hey, we're gonna go get this kid." Uh, and then they start joining forces against them. Uh, I guess this is the point where we have to say: Did did she out Xanatos Xanatos in this episode, or was she just? Oh, she's covering totally her butt. Did. Right. I mean, I mean, it seems like there's no Xanatos. reason to go talk to the gargoyles. Titania plays everyone like Hendrix with a Fender Stratocaster. It it did seem, yeah, she seemed to be playing everybody, but most of this was her playing Oberon. I mean, like he's the real target. We did gloss over my favorite part of uh, part one, which is when she says. She, before the big reveal, when she says, I've gone back to my first husband, and Owen is <laughs> visibly terrified. Yes. Oh, I will also say, somebody pointed out uh, a similarity between Owen and other Owen. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they brought attention to it, and that was... Finally! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also, I've got a note here that says, uh, what's in the water bottle, buddy? So I guess That's someone right. was drinking o- something. Oberon appears in Central Park and uh, a, a jogger sees him appear and then Oberon uh, takes the guise of a normal person and his dog. And so the dude who thought he saw a magical god and a gargoyle dog poured out his, his water and went about his day. Because uh, mm. he thought there was something in the water. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I... Or are we to assume then that that jogger was just had a jug of whiskey? He was jogging on vodka. <laughs> yeah. It's He's New like, York. I just gotta get through the details. Crazy things have happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was like, "Did somebody spike my thing with acid?" Also, classic Xanatos had a gun in the wall right above his like <laughs> newborn fucking son. It's like not that ab- ab- safe. above the yes. Wasn't there a gun under the pillow as well? Oh, probably. I would fully expect Fox to literally pull a gun out of her baby out somehow. Baby. I thought you were gonna say yeah, out of the filing clothes. I, I have another mm. note here. Uh, so Titania was married to both Bernard and Oberon. Which says to me that she has a thing for guys who look like Dracula. <laughs> you know, I haven't had that thought about Oberon. Yeah. Um, 
I will, I did want to question about the birthing scene. It was over rather quick. There's well, a train. They, oh, are you guys hearing that train? Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I thought I was in, well, at Grayson's house. Um, uh, she recovered rather quick of after giving a birth to baby. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a time skip or something, right? That's something else you can actually just throw money at. <laughs> uh, mm, mm, it's just mm-hmm. proper health care. Uh-huh. And you can probably just put put your stuff in a bag and go home. Right? I don't know. There wasn't even like an OBGYN or anything really that I remember. I mean, did she give birth? I mean, like, I guess Xanatos does come out in like surgical gown. Right. I was going to say Xanatos is a mad scientist, wizard, self, you know, self-taught everything. (laughs) I'm sure he's also a medical doctor who can just deliver his own child. Or a doula. Yeah. He's a doula. They tub birth that kid. Yeah. I don't think he uh, he's specialized in the specialized field of of obstetrics. Obstetric. Easy for you to say. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I leave. I only. I always call them OBGYNs. Well, That's he doesn't need to be an OBGYN. He just needs to be a midwife. Yeah. An Obgen. Yeah, but it's still a highly specialized sure. field. It's also entirely possible that Xanatos has one of those matrix chairs that could just download the information <laughs> to him. That would be amazing. You know, or maybe one. he reprogrammed one of his gargoyle robots to be, a, a, to be a doctor. Mm. Right? Doesn't it? That's like, what I want to be true now. One I of feel... steel clan robots in a little nurse's outfit. Yes. Feel, okay, uh, this is the new have truth. You, have you seen their claws? That poor baby. Just well, swap them out. It's all modular these days. I mean, if she needs an episiotomy, that makes it easier. Oh, God. Oh, there you God. go. What's an episiology? I don't know. That's oh, great. No. They cut the lady bits so the hole is even bigger. Oh. <laughs> On this episode of Nostalgia Plus, we learn where babies come from. <laughs> Right, so when a mommy bits. and a daddy love each other, just maybe a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, optional. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell They're billionaires and they mix their DNA in a laboratory. They, right. they do the devil's tango. Ooh, you made it way sexier than we were going for. <laughs> I, I just think of Adam's family values. Our parents are having a baby too. They had sex. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! I mean, I've been watching a uh, OBGYN on YouTube. That's why I'm like, I know more things now because I've been watching oh her talk about things. So I've been abducted birth. by the algorithm. Yes, well, I know. I know. Katie is the resident expert. <laughs> yes, uh, epidurals are scary. The end. <laughs> oh God! Well, okay, that's a good story. We have to go back to talking about gargoyles now. I demand okay. it. Okay. Uh, so, so remember, we've we've mentioned it maybe in passing, but they named the, the baby Alexander. Oh, which, I have a question. Quick question. Yes. Nick, are you alive? I'm here. Okay. I just haven't heard you in a while. Well, yeah, there I'm, are a lot of us. Yeah. I'm trying to leave room. <laughs> I, it just you know, it's easy to talk over each other. I'm your Nick now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new Nick. <laughs> Sorry, I was just—I was making sure you didn't disappear on us. No, I'm, I'm here. Okay. 
I'm going to have a lot of fun snipping this conversation out and putting it at the front of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Peter, what about Alexander? Oh, it's getting back on track. It's very fitting for Xanatos and Fox to name their child Alexander because they have such big ambitions for themselves and, of course, bigger ambitions for their child. So Mm -hmm. they name him Alexander, uh, no doubt with the intent for him to conquer the world. They'll probably give him a thank giant you. robot named Bucephal. Thank you. I was thinking, I was like, I can't. I, I'm trying to not burst out in this song. What? I really, I actually really the like the way you said he's. That was, you do it again, Wes. Alexander Xanatos. <laughs> I really like that. Oh, I'd watch that play. I'm kind of. I'm ashamed I didn't think of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a million things he hasn't conquered. Not just yet. Not just yet. I think that's the word. The Scargoyles musical is coming together, you guys. (laughs) Oh, I've already written one of the songs. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Okay, let's keep going, because we're only on part one. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, mean, we pretty much covered part one. Uh, The the, the, just ends with with, uh, Owen... Giving Xanatos the, the keys to the to the the building, I guess the remote. It's like here, here are all the defenses I've planned against Oberon. I have to leave. Yeah, yeah. Owen's like, use... I've prepared for this somehow, and uh, but goodbye. also I got to go. See ya. Also, didn't he use his stone hand to smash something, or was that something else? Or is that in the next episode? No, he never actually the uses the stone hand. <laughs> No, he he does. It does come up. I think it shows up in the combat in the next one when he returns unexpectedly. Spoiler! No, he Spoiler. doesn't ever fight anyone. We, he does. And I mean, he does, but 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 not as in with the stone hand. I I, I thought I, I saw. Him. Yeah, see, Rachel and I agree. It one must be two, true. Two out of two. Peter and Rachel's agree. Peter and Rachel are never wrong. That's not true. And we end with Oberon pulling a Rita Repulsa on himself. Is that the thing where he grows? Really <laughs> Not the good? same thing. Make my monster grow! Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I'm very... Full Kong. What is... What reference that's, is that's a That's a Power Rangers reference, I think. I understood yes. part of that one. The power part or the Rangers part? Uh, reference the, part? The Krispy Kreme? Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Wait, what? That's the new Power Rangers, not the old Power Rangers. There's a Krispy Kreme in the new Power Rangers. There is. There's a ancient yes, evil buried, buried under the Christmas Krispy Kreme in the new Power Rangers. I say new. It was like five years That's ago. New. That's new. I actually love that movie. It's not the worst Power Rangers that exists. I just, I just know. No. I just Does that make, make it good? That it's not, not the worst. I just remember. Listen, remember, I, I live in a very relative world when it comes to media. <laughs> I re- just, it wasn't the. Did you live in that same world? Don't talk to me like you're. you're <laughs> no, but I know it's bad story. at least. Uh, I just remember one. Well, of the- I also know it's bad. <laughs> Rachel, Sorry, Rachel, you'll get it out I- eventually. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk, and Dan's keep talking over me. Uh, I'm just like, is that the one with uh, the 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 relationship between like the yellow and the pink Power Ranger? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I what? don't think so. The live action movie? I think uh, you were watching a fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I didn't actually watch the movie. I just know there was news articles about it because people were pissed for unknown reasons. I mean, I they're very remember. known. It's been reasons. a while since I saw that. They're they're known reasons. They're just stupid reasons. I don't like things. <laughs> so gargoyles, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? what are gargoyles? So the majority of part two is just a fight. It's a crazy ass fight between a 50 foot no, like a like a 60 story that's, that's Oberon. Oberon yeah. and and the, uh, and the city. And the gargoyles. And, well, no, he puts the city to sleep. Oh, that's right. Uh, but so it's just the gargoyles the and Xanatos okay. and Renard. You, uh, beefier Steel Clan robots. Okay, so. Yeah, them robots got thick. Imagine if you were just going about your day and somebody put you to sleep. That would be horrifying. Oh, like, yeah, no, it, there would be tons of uh, accidents. And no, there were tons of accidents. <laughs> it should have been way worse. Buildings should be on fire. Everything. Like, no planes came down, at least, I guess. Well, one, I guess one giant hovercraft came crashing out of the sky. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but so everybody in the, in the show, except for the, what is it? The, the pack basically comes out of the woodwork to fight Oberon, right? Like Renard shows up with his robots and the gargoyles all come to the rescue. And I don't know who else. And they're I all mean, fighting Oberon. Pretty well, much they have everybody. one uniting factor. Sorry, go ahead, Wes. I, I was just saying pretty much ever, pretty much Everyone like who has a stake in this uh, shows up. I guess we yeah, don't see we don't see Demona or uh, Macbeth, do we? No, we and, don't care about well, babies. Yeah, neither <laughs> of them have anything to do with Xanatos and Fox's relationship. Though Demona does have a baby. What? Oh yeah, what? Angela. Angela. Yeah. Uh, does she really know though? It's kind of obvious. <laughs> she did meet her that one time. There is an episode coming up where they try to tackle that. Mm-hmm. Oh, have fun with that one, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember if that's in this season or in season three, but although and that's it, this season, and I actually do love that episode, if it's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rest of the episodes before we get to the finale of season two are kind of trying to close off the remaining sort of loose plot threads that have been running around in season two. So there's some cold stone stuff and uh, some Demona stuff and Thalog is in there somewhere. I forgot cold stone existed. Man, I want ice cream. (laughs) I also want ice cream. So, so yeah, I mean the the rest of this episode of uh, part two is uh, just Oberon getting the shit kicked out of him and him not caring in the least and just steamrolling everybody until finally he gets the kid and Fox loses her shit and, you know, superpowers him into a wall through, through several walls. And that's apparently what we were waiting for. It's Xanatos's dad who actually gets the coolest moment where he just, (laughs) skewers <laughs> Oberon with a harpoon gun. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he turns Oberon into like that's that's when the uh, Nosferatu Oberon shows up. Mm-hmm. So, guys, there was a really easy solution for Oberon to get into the building. Teleport. There, well, yes, but 
you know those little the vertexes that are around the building yeah uh -huh. they're outside the force field oh sure yeah i mean <laughs> he, he, i guess he would have had to know it's rather obvious with all the lights coming out of them yeah i guess oberon is just not a finesse sort of person he's like yeah. i will summon a hurricane uh to open this door i don't know i was just looking i was like why don't you just punch that thing that's he's um, all power and no finesse yeah. right yeah i don't know i was just looking i was like that's the vertices is obviously where it's coming from because it's where it's originating so i guess if you can summon a magical hailstorm to destroy your enemies like why wouldn't you i I like single target damage versus AOE. <laughs> well, you would be a very poor Oberon. I mean, I don't play Oberon characters. <laughs> well, there, there so, you go. Should we talk about that big reveal yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where they were setting up Angela and Brooklyn to be a couple. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know, that's, that was really gross to me, actually. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, mostly we just I like, don't like Broadway very much. <laughs> I thought it was Broadway. I like Broadway. Yeah. No, Broadway's just... the fat one, right? Oh, oh, yeah. oh like wait, did I say Broadway? Broadway? Yeah. Or... You said I Brooklyn. 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 You, you mean Brooklyn? You think, well, I mean. You said Brooklyn. Later, later in, the, uh, in the series, there is a kind of. Uh, war for Angela's affections, I guess, between the three idiots, or whatever, or whatever we're calling them. <laughs> There's the Dunce Trio. No. The Dunce Trio, yeah. But Which, why? There's that episode, so much... in my opinion, is the worst episode of Gargoyles outside of season three. It's very yeah. creepy to me because they're so much older than her. <laughs> Are they? By like hundreds of years, you mean? Because she, she was. She grew yeah, up I mean, on unfortunately, like a magical time island. Okay, yeah, where time yeah. moves differently. Okay, they were frozen in stone. She might actually be older than them, relatively. I don't know. I just don't like the Dunst trio fighting for random woman's affection. No, after. it's a, it's a, it sounds it, like a pretty crappy. It really yeah. turns into like a whole fifth turtle, Mona the turtle kind of thing. I don't know if you guys get that reference, but <laughs> nope. like, I they just, added, <laughs> like, I get it, but I, I don't. That's I don't the real reason why I read Wes on, so someone will get my yeah. references. <laughs> Anyways, let's finish this episode. <laughs> Wait, but when was Mona the Turtle from? Because I don't remember. Late nineties, like uh, with the live action uh, Ninja Turtles show. There was a live. Was not actually on the cartoon. Show? Yes, her name was actually Venus, but I still got the reference. Oh, I uh, thought it was wait. Who's Mona? I thought there was a Mona like Mona Lisa. That was a salamander chick who Raph fell in love with in the '87 show. <laughs> this oh, is adorable, yeah. and I love everything that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's a long history of turtles adding like one female character for everyone to fight over. So that's kind of what happened here. I mean, I think like it's actually. One of the positives of the world tour is that we didn't get that episode like immediately because Angela is <laughs> separated from all the horny dudes in New York. I, so I love seeing dudes fight over the one female they met five minutes ago. Oh yeah, that's well. You're gonna love the episode. Of <laughs> I'm gonna force you to watch. So, 
so yeah, this uh, this episode ends with one more twist that we <laughs> still have to talk about. Oh, which is boy, Owen is puck. Yep. <laughs> Nick already knew because he looked it up. Yeah, well, <laughs> you told me. Yeah, you told me that puck was someone interesting, and you said that uh, we would be able to. You kind of implied that it once we found out we'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I I, 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 I want to call bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, looking back on it, there are there. The, it seems like there is stuff in the show now that I've watched it all again, where they do leave tiny tiny hints that Owen is more than he is, that he knows more, that a lot of Xanatos's information about the supernatural world comes from Owen. For sure. But I mean, there's no way you'd be able to figure it out. Right. There's, it's, there's, there's not, there's no to... indication until this episode. It's, it's not immediately yeah. obvious, but there, you could definitely, you know that there's more going on with Owen and you also know there's more going on with Puck. But you would there's there's nothing like this still comes out of left field. There's absolutely no For way sure. that you would be like you you would have been able to guess this even with a thousand guesses. Yeah. You know? That's actually one of my notes. I was like, the personality difference between Owen and Puck, OMG. And right. then the next line is, Oh, it's explained. Mm. Because and they, it, they, and they it like, and I sorry. Well, I was gonna say it would be like, Oh, we've never seen him in the same place, but it's like we, we barely see Puck as is, so you know, Wes and I talked about this and when I interviewed him and, and I think we both agreed that like Owen is kind of still a separate person. Maybe. Yeah. Just within puck. He's like, uh, he's like glory from Buffy, the vampire slayer. Right. Yeah. Where there was like a, she had a brother that was like an alter ego. They shared a body, but they were not technically the same person. Yeah. Like, Owen is a consciousness unto himself, but Puck is always in the driver's seat. He does explicitly need a little bit more, a little more textual backing from the show. Well, he he explicitly acts different when he switches personalities to to, um, Oberon. Right. Like, at the end, when Puck is sort of pleading for mercy, he kind of retreats to Owen, who immediately accepts what's happening. And that's uh, what Owen was created to be, this like this loyal right, the perfect servant or or the, the perfect employee, more like. Just yeah, loyal, a go getter, uh a parody of Vogel. Yeah. Or or like, you know, Vogel but turned up to eleven, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. Vogel with the limiter Vogel. removed. He went full <laughs> nerd and you know. It's like final Vogel. <laughs> no, no, Vogel's no. final blonde. form. Wait, no, I got it. He's blonde, so he's Super Saiyan Vogel. That's <laughs> oh, right. He went Super Vogel. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Wes is just turning our references up to eleven. Yeah. I don't get I'll I don't, that. He's turning them over nine thousand. Not a complaint. Show, it's just, just you know, wow. And I don't get any of them. Oh, That's sweet like summer child. I mean, <laughs> I was born in the summer. <laughs> I can't and wait to not sweet. get your references, youngster. Oh my gosh. It's this already happening. So I already lit. don't get it. Like the thingamadoo, and it was like so totally like bazonkers. That's it's, like, 
It was. What are you? Don't are you? I don't like it. That's pretty sus, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. No, summon more old people. I demand them. I mean, Bring... I am the. All I'm, right, I'll call my dad. I'm the. <laughs> I am the the connection to the youth. You can't get rid of me. Oh, youths and miscreants. Youths. Yeah. You damn youths. Am I a youth if I'm still if I'm getting? Am I a youth if I'm getting my master's degree? Yes. Yes. Compare compare to to like me or Dan, sure. Okay. We've already decided not to get one of those. Listen, (laughs) listen, I have two bachelor's degree and almost a master's degree. Congratulations. I think that's very impressive. Thank you. I got bored. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I own my own Voltron, so, you know. Spend your money where you want. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not my money. It's it's the government's money, so it's good. <laughs> Anything more on uh, the gathering, or should we move on to the Clancy Brown party? Um, I have. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a new reference. I don't understand. I feel like yeah. Rachel now. I don't know, Katie. I don't get all, that one. Katie, you're always me. You know this, right? Shh. It's nice to pretend otherwise. But Rachel is always Nick. And Nick is usually Dan. <laughs> Not a whole Peter. Thing. What? Oh. <laughs> Peter's just a robot. <laughs> Nobody's Wes. Just because. <laughs> it, so is Katie and Dan the same person because they live in the same time zone? Yes. Sure, that's how that works. Okay, so I'm, I'm Dan actually now. the ghostly ancestor of Katie, and I inhabit her axe that she carries around. Oh, speaking oh, of yeah. uh, the episode Vendetta's Wolf and his ghostly ancestor, Hakan, travel to Manhattan to get their revenge on the gargoyles. While Goliath and Hudson fight them off, one other is seeking the gargoyles. A person who has had numerous encounters with the gargoyles is out to cream Goliath. Um oh, that's that's actually wrote that into a website. Do you guys want to hear my only two notes <laughs> for this episode? I do, sure. Rachel. I really do. Yes. What do you got, Rachel? Jalapeno. <laughs> yes, jalapeno. <laughs> My first one is a wolf episode, question mark. My second one was, that episode was kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we have a before and after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was very, I, I was, I didn't like that episode, honestly. I was just like, <laughs> there's no point to this. This, ep- this episode was a, was a cool down from the, basically the heavy, intense we just had a uh, two-part epic in the gathering. Let's have let's just have a goofy little episode to calm down. Listen, right, let's I've take been... a nap. And kind of a clip show, kind of a little bit. Yeah, a little I... bit. yeah, a little bit. Listen, I've been spoiled by like plot-heavy TV shows that are smaller. So, and this like not uh, episodes of not plot. I'm just like, ah. I mean, if Lost had ended this way with a cream, a <laughs> banana cream pie to the face, I think I would have enjoyed it more. You know? yeah, I, but I, I watched, definitely would have. I haven't watched Lost. That's my hot take. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say about this episode. It, it's it's it spends a lot of its time with Wolf and uh, his axe uh, ancestor, who are both voiced by the same voice actor. And oh, really, <laughs> with the same voice, like oh. there's not a different Clancy Brown voice that you get. Clancy Brown is the voice actor for Wolf and Khan. 
Uh, I, I would have. I didn't. I didn't have any trouble distinguishing Mr. Krabs. Well, yeah. What was that, Wes? I would have loved it if he just did one of them as Mr. Krabs for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> we also had. I'm going to axe this motorcycle. <laughs> I think while he was funny, the random minion dude got annoying after the first few failed attempts. Well, you mean oh. Vinny? You didn't yeah. like Vinny? The nondescript guy who kept getting his shit kicked out of him accidentally? <laughs> Why was he John Travolta? I don't... I. What do you mean he was... What do you mean John Travolta? He sounded exactly like <laughs> John Travolta. Okay, so there's a joke, a, 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 an episode-long joke. There are multiple episode-long jokes in this episode. The first is that the minion guy is supposed to be John Travolta. John Travolta starred in a TV show in the 70s called uh mr carter something that was the name of the gun that was also part of the joke yeah Uh, and you know john travolta had a line in the show that he would always say it was mr carter mr carter and he would always that was the whole thing i don't know i don't know what to tell you guys it's not funny i don't know is it mr cotter no that was a that was a you know, educational, not educational. That was a sitcom set in the school. No, oh, that's yeah. it. Yes. Welcome it back, that. Cotter. It's, yeah, welcome back, Cotter. That is the show that they are referencing. So it's wait, not Carter, wait. it's Cotter. Wait, really? But John Travolta is in that show and he's always saying Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, okay. Not, yeah. I'm not trying to tell you guys that the joke is funny. <laughs> Just trying to explain it, that it exists. It's the, It's funny to me. Precisely because it's not funny. Right, like, what's it doing in this 1990s Saturday morning cartoon show? There's, right, like, because anybody watching this is <coughs> 9 to 12 years old. Yeah, no, nobody saw, nobody watching the cartoon saw Welcome Back, Cotter, from, which aired from 1975 to 1979. It, it's so dumb for me, anyway. It just kind of sinks so far down that it actually goes back up around to 10. <laughs> I see. And, and, his, and his character name was Vinny in the show. He was... Right. What? Yeah, Tr- John Travolta played Vinny Barbarino. <laughs> so, are we... Is this the same character? I, I don't yes. see... I mean... This is like, canon. It could be. <laughs> I, is this is this getting us into the what's that universe the Westerfield universe or uh, no West? Oh, does anyone know what I'm talking about? Nope, Joss Whedon. It is not. No, <laughs> I'm yeah, the same the the kid from. Keep I'm clapping. Sure. Maybe it'll come to you. <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, there's. The the you'd think the voice actor you know if the voice actor was John Travolta or somehow related to John Travolta that might be a bit might be it but like it's it's Jeff Bennett plays there it is. the the dude he's like Johnny Bravo he's mm-hmm. he's a couple other he's kind of famous one in uh, Owen <laughs> right oh right yeah uh so yeah I don't know I don't I don't this the episode doesn't make any sense. Like they don't explain how the ghost <laughs> is in the axe. They don't care. Why are they fighting? Uh, who, who even knows? There's no justification for it. The, there's no real conclusion to the fight. It Can just I... sort of ends. 
here's the thing. I, by this point, I've long given up on on any of that for gargoyles, you know. And <laughs> I'm just I, I had a blast. I it was a fun little lighthearted, like stupid episode, and I, I thought it was fun. You know, yeah, I thought I, it was all supposed to be from like Vinny's point of view for the most part. Anyway, yeah, I thought he was a fun little character to explore. This just random guy from like thirty episodes ago, who like we never thought we would come back to, and just his little revenge plot. I thought it was like unique and funny, and uh, you know, not meaningful and it's nice, in any way. Right? Yeah, yeah it's just the, way that they... the revenge plot is not a revenge plot. It's a it's a pie gag. It's right. thirty minutes of a pie gag. He pies him in the face and then walks away, humming the theme song. Yeah, that was one of my notes. It was like, <laughs> was he walking? Was he humming the gargoyles theme as he walks away? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I'm just cynical. I was just like, I, I'm. This is boring me. Well, I don't know how to please you at all, uh, Rachel, except to allow you to watch Halloween Town every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my condolences. <laughs> It's just that movie was okay. It wasn't garbage like the other movies that we watched. Oh my gosh. Oh, all right. We watched Willow. I'll try to forgive you for all your sins. And we also watched uh, Pete's Dragons, which was objectively garbage. It was oh my. horrible. Pete's Dragon is so bad it made Willow worse. No, no. <laughs> also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will continue to apologize for Pete's Dragon. No, don't apologize. Don't stand apologize. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, I, I, I'll, I'll stand by my apology. It was a, uh, wow, boy, that was a thing <laughs> that I made you all do. I think it was a good way to kick off our non-going gargoyle content. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's okay. We we get to watch uh, the sequels to Halloween Town every year for four oh, years. That's fair. Oh boy. I mean, we keep that up, Rachel. Eventually, you'll have to watch the one that has wrong Marnie. Yes, I will be very oh, no. sad. <laughs> I'll bitch about the character <laughs> being wrong, but I'm pretty sure everyone else will too because it's very different casting choice. Fair enough. I, mean, I guess I'll, we'll I'll find out in yeah. three more years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the banana cream pie. That's my hot take. Of the I thought it was cute. Just yeah. so much build up for right. this. One stupid gag. I thought that was hilarious. So, yeah, so the funny. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say that they went through like a lot to like make this character because they strung through like all these other random one-time, you know, visuals of a character, like when he was in the toll booth or whatever, when he was on his motorcycle. It's like I would not have personally been like oh hey there's that guy again the, yeah i mean the end. <laughs> i mean I, they, they i kind of I, I assume they like there was not intention in all those other bits to have this faceless guy be the same guy i mean for one thing the the opening so it starts with he's the guy on the motorcycle in literally like episode two or episode three maybe uh, One of the early ones, yeah. And then, literally, the next episode, maybe a day later, he's on a flying fortress and he's a guard. <laughs> uh, I guess he was just had a day off earlier. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny. I, I do think it's funny. Like, and and I think it pays off. Like, 
you know, the tone of the show would kind of lead you to believe that like, oh, he's going to shoot this big gun and use it to save Goliath or he's going to shoot the big gun and it's not going to work at all. And he'll be a total failure and he'll learn his lesson. You know, like there's a thing like you expect gargoyles to with this sort of character who's like comic relief on the bad guy side at the end, he should get set straight. He's like, you shouldn't want to have revenge on Goliath. You sh- he's a good Goliath's a good guy. And you'll learn that. And then you'll understand that like, Oh, there's just extenuating circumstances. And it's like, Nope, we hit him with a pie <laughs> and he got Honor the revenge. He wanted revenge was achieved and it was good. Yeah. It almost kind of is like, it, it, the show is almost kind of implying that Goliath deserved it too. I mean, I felt that way a little bit, <laughs> right? <laughs> I also love like how when, after he's walking away, Goliath just they go, "Who the hell was that?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, meanwhile, the thing that made me like made my mind race for this episode and made me like chase down a bunch of things online was the throwaway character, Mister Acme, where Vinny shows up in the beginning to collect <laughs> to collect a. Uh, uh, you know, a personalized weapon. Um, a which, gunsmith you know, of some sort. Uh, yeah, a gunsmith of some sort who goes by Mr. Acme. And I just, I swore I recognized his voice and I had to go digging to find out that he was voiced by Jim Cummings or Cumming? Cummings? Jim Cummings. Um, and I can't tell, I, like Jim Cumming has a long and distinguished career in voice work. Um and I'm not sure like where, what things exactly I would point out as, um, oh, you know, that, that's the thing that I know him from, but he Darkwing is done. Duck. Was he the original? He Darkwing? was. Okay. Then that is almost certainly one of them. Cause I watched the heck out of Darkwing Duck. I'm going back through his IMDb now. And I saw that he voiced Darkwing Duck in the, the new DuckTales episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hadn't gotten back to see that he did it back in the day because that is definitely a thing that would trigger an old memory for me. Apparently, he also did a bunch of bit voices in the Fallout games and uh, uh, has some Star Wars roles, Elder Scrolls, just about, I mean, you know, a few episodes of Adventure Time. He just, I mean, has been everywhere. When big name-wise, he's Winnie like. the Pooh. I mean... That's that's yeah. A, I thought I thought he might claim to fame. Too. So he's like Tara Strong. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, may, I mean, oh, I don't, I don't know that there are too many people more prodigious than Jim Cummings. I actually got to meet every, Jim Cummings. Okay. Once. Yeah. Did no, uh, Rhode Island Comic Con five Very years cool. ago. He was really cool. Rhode Island. Yep. That's a terrible accident. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Tara Strong is Raven Bubbles. Um, Timmy Twilight Turner, Sparkle. Twilight Sparkle. She has over a thousand voice acting roles credited mm. to her. Uh, okay, yeah. So I just—I mean, Jim I, Cummings' list is—I I don't know if it's a thousand, but it is—it's up there. Yeah. Forget, oh man, like, he was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit as Bullet Number Two. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least like four pages that's just 2011. Yeah, I'm just pointing out that I know this other voice actor that's also. Has a pro- mm-hmm. prolific yes. 
I feel like I was being attacked here. No. Oh, no one's attacking you. When we attack you, you'll know. Get your pitchforks! I mean, you can come come down on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, you can cancel me on Twitter. I don't think people would care. (laughs) There was a Where's Waldo cartoon? There's at least 13 people that would care. Five of them are here with you. (laughs) <laughs> anyway so no i just i just i twigged on that voice and i was just surprised that he that that somebody that i recognized had such a tiny role <laughs> i see what you mean yeah i think he was there for cameo pur- purposes anyways because i guess that it- could make sense because they called him mr acme so it was a kind of like a tie back to all of the the looney tune stuff he's done he, he's wily coyote's arms dealer <laughs> yeah, basically that could be. <laughs> Wasn't Darkwing Dunk running at the same time as Gargoyles? Probably. Uh, I want to say yes. Around uh, the same time, see. anyway. So it might have been like a callback to between the two cartoons. And also, Jim Cummings plays a couple characters in Gargoyles. He was uh the hunter back in uh City of Stone, and he's also Dingo. He's what? Dingo. No. I don't know yeah. why I keep doing accents, you guys. I need to stop. No, <laughs> don't stop. Oh, look it up. He was Dingo. That's crazy. Okay, fine. (laughs) He looked it up. Dingo is Winnie the Pooh. That's what we learned. Yes. (laughs) Isn't Dingo the smartest of all the the packs anyway? He's the one who walked away from the pack. The most reasonable, yes. The most most mentally stable, I would say. He was like, body autonomy is a thing, and I would like to preserve it. Uh, okay, well that's that's my you know bit for this episode, I guess. <laughs> well, it's a good bit. Let's end on it. So well, it's been great having you with us, Wes, for this sort of climax of season two. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, you could find me on Twitter at one of my two accounts, either at Storyteller West Two or at FFF Wrestling. It, I hey, really wanted it to be at Storyteller West three. Yeah, if you really know who has at Storyteller West one. Yeah, hey, if you really want to know, you just go to my account and look at my friends list. But also follow me while you're there. Oh, well, Jesus, wow. Rachel! Wow. <laughs> she she stole your plug. <laughs> the best way to follow so and so is to follow me first. Yes, oh. I will lead you right to him. That's so good. <laughs> Wes, what should people look for when they go to your Twitter and or Rachel's Twitter first, followed by your Twitter? <laughs> well, um, my pinned tweet on my main account has a link to my blog with uh, an article on each and every episode of Gargoyles, minus season three. I also uh, run a little fan vote fictional character wrestling league on my other account, which is a fun little hobby of mine. And that's about it. Other than that, just... Uh, Stop by my Twitter, say hi, we'll talk Star Trek. Nice. Uh, we'll definitely also link the episode where Dan interviews Wes in the description of this one. Yeah, it was a good time. We had, we had a lot of fun. It was a great interview. It was very enjoyable to talk to someone that shares many of my opinions. I show. totally <laughs> listened to it. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yes. <laughs> uh, Rachel, uh, I don't think you actually told us what your Twitter account is. You can follow me at Twitter, Instagram, at, at Argent Rabe. You can also follow, I stream on Twitch now. I'm currently streaming through uh, Witcher 3. Yeah, 
uh, totally a current game to be streaming through right now. <laughs> it's all the rage. Yeah. Listen, uh, Peter. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rachel. I, I was gonna say I deleted my old account on my PS4, so now I gotta replay it. That you know, if you got Life to, you is got hard. to. Make yeah. the hard choices. I want hundred percent it. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds that's awful. that's a huge game. Eh, I've played through it twice already. And you right. didn't hundred percent. Okay, I'm not. We can't get into it. <laughs> we don't have time, Peter. Where what? can we find you? Right here. Through my Twitter. But if there is <laughs> <laughs> <Time and> locations <laughs> transient. Yes, go go to Rachel's Twitter. Go to the, the uh, nexus of all Argent reality. Rabe, A-R-G-E-N-T-R-A-B-E <laughs> at Argent Rabe, and you can you can check her friends list and find me at Shoeless Pete, where I uh, post one-line movie reviews and, and uh, uh, strange alternative alternate facts from an alternate reality or an alternate history um daily and uh you can also check out shoelesspetegames.com where at by the time this comes out i'm probably frantically running a kickstarter for my role-playing game the well also in the description one hopes buy the game it's really good <laughs> thank you katie where can people follow you uh you can follow me on twitter at shimmy book where i tweet things if i remember i have twitter and then i sometimes reply and i guess we're i guess me and katie are switching places at some point yes that's a lot of responsibility yes. katie <laughs> as the nexus of all twitter oh. where everyone has to go to follow everyone else you know be careful oh. with that argent rave tab yeah that sounds like a hassle <laughs> <laughs> it is don't do it yeah. all right nick uh i you know, due to uh, recent events uh, at the time of recording, I've heard it's safe to return to Twitter. So you can find mm -hmm. me there at Tacky Slacks and uh, Instagram at Tacky Slacks, where you can watch me uh, grill like a dad and uh, <laughs> other, <laughs> and other things. Not to be confused right. with his arch nemesis, Slacky Tax. You guys, thanks for coming on the show. Next week, it's Christmas week. I don't know if you guys here knew that. Next week is Christmas, <laughs> but it is. I'm going to be... I'm I sorry, not next week. Like next week next, next episode is Christmas week. It's coming out Christmas week. And uh, we're going to be watching the Muppet Christmas Carol. So stick around for Lucky. that. Thanks for listening. Wes, thanks again for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for Wes. having me. Yeah. Sorry we got a little off track a few times. We don't know how to... A few times. <laughs> That's fine. Was, was there an the on course. track? I, I want to. I don't want to act like this was bad behavior. This is part of the course. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we get up to here. I had a few, the trip had a few detours, but we got to the destination, and that's what matters. It sounds yeah, familiar. it's like the world tour. <laughs> oh no! No, no. <laughs> In the episode, make it stop. It's over. Yeah. I mean, our. Or part of the course that Dan makes fun of me and Peter defends me. That yeah, and I feel like I didn't swear nearly as much as I usually fucking do, so I had to throw one in there. Should I actually stop the recording? Oh, shit, I thought you did it!